Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is August 25th and we will be reading paragraphs 1850 through 1857 today. And we are in Article 8, Sin. We'll uh, continue this uh, section on the definition of sin. We'll talk about the different kinds of sin and the gravity of sin, mortal and venial sin. So very important day today. And it's also the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. So happy Sunday, everybody. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sin is an offense against God. Against you, you alone, have I sinned, and done that which is evil in your sight. Sin sets itself against God's love for us, and turns our hearts away from it. Like the first sin... It is disobedience, a revolt against God through the will to become like God's, knowing and determining good and evil. Sin is thus love of oneself, even to contempt of God. In this proud self-exaltation, sin, sin is diametrically opposed to the obedience of Jesus, which achieves our salvation. It is precisely in the Passion when the mercy of Christ is about to vanquish it, that sin most clearly manifests its violence and its many forms, unbelief, murderous hatred, shunning, and mockery by the leaders and the people, Pilate's cowardice and the cruelty of the soldiers, Judas's betrayal so bitter to Jesus, Peter's denial and the disciples' flight. However, at the very hour of darkness, the hour of the prince of this world, the sacrifice of Christ secretly becomes the source from which the forgiveness of our sins will pour forth inexhaustibly. Roman numeral three, the different kinds of sins. There are a great many kinds of sins. Scripture provides several lists of them. The letter to the Galatians contrasts the works of the flesh with the fruit of the Spirit. Now the works of the flesh are plain, fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, selfishness, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Sins can be distinguished according to their objects as can every human act, or according to the virtues they oppose, by excess or defect, or according to the commandments they violate. They can also be classed according to whether they, dis they concern God, neighbor, or oneself. They can be divided into spiritual and carnal sins, or, against, or again as sins in thought, word, deed, or omission. The root of sin is in the heart of man, in his free will, according to the teaching of the Lord. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a man. But in the heart also resides charity, the source of the good and pure works which sin wounds. Roman numeral four, the gravity of sin, mortal and venial sin. Sins are rightly evaluated according to their gravity. The distinction between mortal and venial sin, already evident in Scripture, became part of the tradition of the Church. It is corroborated 
by human experience. Mortal sin destroys charity in the heart of man by a grave violation of God's law. It turns man away from God, who is his ultimate end and his beatitude, by preferring an inferior good to him. Venial sin allows charities to subsist, even though it offends and wounds it. Mortal sin, by attacking the vital principle within us, that is, charity, necessitates a new initiative of God's mercy and a conversion of heart which is normally accomplished within the setting of the sacrament of re reconciliation. When the will sets itself upon something that is of its nature incompatible with the charity that orients man toward his ultimate end, then the sin is mortal by its very object, whether it contradicts the love of God, such as blasphemy or perjury, or the love of neighbor, such as homicide or adultery. But when the sinner's will is set upon something that of its nature involves a disorder, but is not opposed to the love of God and neighbor, such as thoughtless chatter or immoderate laughter and the like, such sins are venial. For a sin to be mortal, three conditions must together be met. Mortal sin is sin whose object is grave matter, and which is also committed with full knowledge and deliberate consent. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.